This is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Well, Michael Bunting was stopped on a penalty shot. Nylander scored shortly after, so the Leafs lead the Islanders 4-2 with 2.18 left in the second period. Rangers up 3-1 on the Panthers. That's with about four and a half minutes left in the second there. And uh, still to come, Blue Jackets and the Flames Sabres will take on the Stars. Oilers and Blue Jackets on Wednesday, 6 o'clock for the face-off show. Game at 7.30 here on 6.30, Chet, as the Oilers will try to win seven in a row. We were uh, talking about that Bruce Boudreaux Canucks story and uh, talk it uh, speaking. Um, just got a little snippet here. This is from a... Uh, this is from Fox 5. I, I believe it's in Washington. Kellen, what, play this. Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Well, she got Rutherford right. Mm -hmm. uh, it is pretty funny. Now, I also play that for comedic value as someone who has certainly mispronounced names and words in my time, including last week with John Shannon, when I called him a broadcaster emeritus, and he's like, no, it's emeritus. Ah, yes. So <laughs> I'm not immune to it. I, I'm, I'm sure that... Uh, that broadcaster feels quite quite badly about it, though. Yeah, though it, it's hard to deny there's some comedic value. It's a great canoes and stuff like that. It's a great lesson, though, for all the young and up and coming would be journalists and uh, you know media types out there that might be listening to the show tonight and that stuff. Always vet your scripts, kids. That's that's the well, that's not one. that's not vetting your script, though. That's that's asking ahead of time how to say stuff. Which, yeah, there we go. Well, that's which, part of that process. Which, yeah, so. I would try to, which I try to do. Um, it's it's interesting in the NHL. Sometimes we have to make assumptions. Mm -hmm. So a few months ago, the Oilers traded for a guy named Clem Costin. I don't think anybody knew till he got here that he said it Clem. I still slip up and call him Clem sometimes, but it is Clem Costin. And then there's always the uh, pronunciations or sometimes players who are not from North America might just say you know what just say it this way mm -hmm. and I like to be okay yes but how do how do you say it how, how do you say your name how, you know that's what that's how I want to say it I want to say their name properly but and sometimes they might tell you or sometimes they might just say just just say it this way uh you may remember a few years ago there was a gentleman that played for the Oilers named Pontus Aberg Yes, and that's right. I, I remember uh, at, at the time, um, I, I was asking the, the Oilers media relation crew, or I can't remember how it came up, but they said, you know, his name is actually uh, Auberge or something like that. And I said, oh, well, if that's his name, I want to say it that way. And they said, well, that's the first of all he's fine with being a berg because that's how it looks in in english um and i said yeah but we i mean we should respect how the guy's name is said if, if it's not a common canadian name we don't have to anglicize everything let's say it properly but then it was explained to me that the the letters used in in swedish um 
were not sounds that we make in English. You know what I mean? Like they, they, so it, it right. was, it was, oh, it was auberge, but not, not really. There were sounds in there that, you know, a Swedish person would be used to saying, but we'd almost have to learn new sounds as English speakers. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to argue and then be the only one saying auberge if he, if he's saying aberg and auberge isn't exactly uh, proper. So I, I always try to find out I've made numerous mistakes over the years that quite frankly should be mocked by the listeners and if i make a mistake uh i don't mind having it point out pointed out for sure i mean especially with name pronunciations you want to say things sometimes things just come out wrong or you stumble mm. sure that happens but yeah i'm sort of on the fence of that one it, it is fun play, play it one more time play it one more time Former Washington Capitals coach Bruce Boudreaux has been fired by the Vancouver Can Canucks. The team announced the change Sunday, less than a week after president of hockey operations Jim Rutherford said major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. Rick Tukid was hired as Boudreaux's replacement. Yeah, that's tough. That, that's tough. So... It, it is it is funny though I, I don't want to take my mockery too far because I've been there I've been there um, and I'm sure that individual feels feels silly again you, you got to ask get a, now that's I would assume unless that was one of those just handed to me situations I don't know if it would have been you got to do your best to find out ahead of time yes. or get as much clarity as possible um, it it isn't like it it is I, I i guess i will say this as the other side of it to to not defend that person the canucks are a team in the nhl washington has an nhl team it's not that hard to find out it's not like that she's talking about some, uh, you know, Division Three uh, lacrosse team that nobody has heard of, and it's like, how do we say that? And you go around the newsroom and be like, okay, let's just all say it the same way until we can find out for sure. So anyway, mm -hmm. the Canucks, the uh, Canucks did make a, a coaching change, and and this is a former Capitals coach too, so there would be people yeah, that would be yeah, that's know, what right? I'm saying. It's an NHL city. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. But hey. It happens. Th things happen. We can take it for some comedic value, but l we'll we'll move on from that mm -hmm. now. I, th I did think it was humorous enough that we should give it a, a little bit of airtime air there. All right, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. If you want to check in tonight uh, about the uh, Oilers' win streak, about their needs, obviously we've talked about them so much this season. There was a lot of worrying earlier in the year. I feel like going back, what about three weeks now? The home ice loss to Seattle was, at least in terms of what Rob and I got after the game, I think the most down or worried the fan base was this year. And since then, they've, they've definitely done a lot better. Um, now, the, problem that the, 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 the problems that the Oilers have, I hesitate to say that they have gone away. I think they have been addressed to a point. Uh, I certainly think the Oilers are good enough to beat a lot of the bad and mediocre teams in the NHL fairly consistently. I'm never going to say every game, but most of the game. I, I think we've seen some encouraging results against high-end teams like Vegas and Tampa Bay, for example. Uh, but, I, but I do think there are some issues still out there which I want to talk about. But I also want to feature... A gentleman, and this is uh, usually I, I cut these up if it's not just me interviewing the person one on one, and you'll hear my question in there once or twice. 
but I, I left this whole thing as it happened in the dressing room because it was Vinny DeHarnay speaking to a group of us and kind of the, the back and forth is interesting and in how he answers the question. So I just kind of wanted to leave it all together for the, for the rhythm of the conversation because I, I liked how DeHarnay handled himself and, and his honesty and his positivity. So I just want to kind of leave it as a, as a, as a big, chunk of an unedited interview here but i started it off by saying hey man like you're six and oh as an nhl player <laughs> i try not to think about it you know uh, uh but it's, yeah it's awesome uh guys uh, the team the team has been playing great goalies have been great i think uh we we really came together um and yeah we just uh, we just got to keep uh, keep going get better every day and uh and we'll be ready for uh, for wednesday for you you knew some of these guys because you played with them in bakersfield yeah. other guys Maybe you met at camp, but maybe yeah. you're you're still getting to know them a little bit. How do you you know fit your personality into the room and figure out where you stand that way? Um, I think I would consider myself as a pretty simple guy, so I, I like to you know chat with uh, with everybody, uh, just try not to mix in and you know uh, respect the the older guys and uh, and you know obviously I play with uh, McLeod and Halsey and Skins and so uh, it's always nice to to go to dinner with them on the road and 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 uh, hang out with them, yeah. Like a hard game, and like sometimes when guys come into the league at first, they're they're too respectful, or you're you're not. You get after. <laughs> hey, I waited 10 years to, to to get my chance, so I won't I won't waste it. Do you, uh, you know, there's a lot of interaction between you and the other teams. Is that something yeah. you kind of feed on? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's part of my game, and you know I don't I don't look to injure any players. I don't look to to, to play dirty, but uh, I play hard. I play intense, and and in front of my net is in front of my net and I'll, uh, I'll make room for, uh, for goalies and uh, I'll, I'll protect uh, my teammates if, uh, if needed. You're proving you belong. Do you feel like you belong and do you think you're proving it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm playing my best hockey. I think uh, I'm still adjusting. I think I'm still getting better every day. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I think I'm, uh, I'm helping the team. I'm bringing uh, something that the team maybe uh, doesn't have as much uh, in terms of of, uh, of grit and and uh, intensity in uh, net front. But yeah, I do. Does the game like slow down a little bit for you? Is game five easier than game two? Uh, yeah, I think if I'm not thinking as much, I think I'm just playing hockey uh, as as much as you know the first couple of games. You're trying not to think. It's still, you know, it's still the NHL. It's still, you know, still stressed out. Uh, still thinking a lot. But uh, I think as the games uh, go on, I'm, I'm getting better and better and more, more comfortable. And uh, uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, as the season goes on, I'll, uh, I'll get more and more comfortable as well. And you get past the point of being scared to make a mistake. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it just part, part of the game. You know, we all make mistakes. No one's perfect. Uh, the best players do. So uh, yeah, I just, I just got to play uh, my game and then. If if it happens, it happens, and then I uh, just got to be re- I just got to be ready for a uh, next shift. All right, so that's Vinny DeHarnay, his uh, scrum with uh, the Wags and the media like me earlier today. So again, we were talking about Hyman and attitude and will earlier in the show, and we're seeing that from DeHarnay. I love some of the things he said. Speaks with a lot of confidence. I don't think cockiness, but with confidence and with understanding his role and with being honest about his journey to where he is. I waited 10 years to get my chance. I'm not going to waste it. And he he knows that, yeah, not wasting that chance means he might have to go out there and uh, be kind of a jerk to guys on the other team, whether you're staring down Keegan Colasar or annoying Nikita Kucherov, one of the best in the league when the Oilers played the Tampa Bay Lightning 
last week. Love him saying, I, I got to make room for my goalies. The, the front of the net is an area I have to protect. He's been he's been uh, eager to do that. John Sexsmith from Global said, do you feel like you belong here? You heard it. No hesitation. Yeah, I do. I mean, good for him. Good for him. And he mentioned about bringing grit and that element to the team, and maybe that was something the Oilers were looking for, and he, and he said, hey, I'm going to bring it. We talk all the time. Know who you are. Know your role. And that doesn't mean you don't try to improve or or go to the coach and say, uh, hey, you know, I'm doing this. How else can I help? What do you need me to do? For sure. But they are, they knows why he's on the team. And I, I just I love the way he handled himself in that uh, scrum today. I love how he's handled himself on the ice. He knows who he is. I think we all know who he is. He's a, he's a depth defenseman. The points he has, three games in six games, uh, three points in six games are a bonus. Now, he's he's got a couple pucks through from the point, which is important. But that, that's been, uh, I think, a bonus coming from him. Playing around 12 minutes a night, being a bit of a jerk. He's not perfect. I'm sure we're going to see some nights he uh, maybe has some tough nights along the way. But he's a depth guy. He might be in and out of the lineup the rest of the way but adding an element that the Oilers need. And we talked about the beef last week, specifically with DeHarnay and with Costin and now Kane returning. The Oilers are, you know, beefier than they have been in a while. And players that are willing to do that, and I don't want to say not care about the consequences, but not, not but you know, to a degree, not care who you're picking on or what they're going to do about it, or even if you might get the odd penalty. And, and I think that's important, and DeArnay has that. And you, you heard him say it. He thinks he belongs, and he wants to keep proving it. Now, having said that, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, everything is fixed because they got Costin and they got DeHarnay. I think those guys have helped. Their attitude has helped. Costin's scoring uh, surge over the last couple of weeks. I know he's got a couple games without scoring now. That it, It's all helped. But the goal for the Oilers is not to be good and not to win six games here in the uh, middle and end of January. They want to go deep, deep, very deep in the playoffs. And I, I, I still think they have some of those shortcomings. I, look, I, I would still... I would still look to add on defense because as, as impressive as DeHarnay has been and as, as much as he knows his role and is eagerly trying to execute it, when you get into the playoffs, it, it's a step up. You're playing the same team game after game. You don't have any nights against Anaheim or San Jose or, or a reeling Vancouver team. Uh, now, I think DeHarnay can play in those situations, but you need a lot of defensemen. You might have injuries. You might have suspensions. You might have a player on a cold streak, whatever. I, I still wonder, guys, and, I, and we've talked some higher-end defensemen's names have come up throughout the year, uh, Chikrin and, and Carlson and players like that. Fair enough. I just, and Rob and I touched on it a bit after the game centered. I just wonder about a player out of Vancouver, and that's Luke Shen. Makes $850,000. He's an unrestricted free agent after the year. You're not going to have to give up a ton to get him. So, you know, you're not going to have to part with a, a, a Bouchard or a Broberg or a Holloway. Not that I'm saying the Oilers want to want to part with all of those, or those guys. But if you could, if you can unload a draft pick or, you know, a lower end prospect that's it's not, maybe not going something like that. Because to me, like Luke Shen is is one of the better defensemen on the Canucks. He wouldn't be in Edmonton, and sometimes that works, right? You take a guy off a bad team who's playing a lot. Though Shen's stats and plus minus aren't aren't bad on that team, but then then you put him on a team where he's more of a depth player, and it just rounds everything out. 
So to me, that's a name to keep in mind. I know Stoff was talking about some forwards earlier today on his excellent program, Oilers Now, new to two every day on 630 Shed. He brings up Sam Lafferty a lot. He brought up Noel Achari, which I think is really interesting. Um, he's played for St. Louis. He's played for Boston. He's, he's not a tall guy, but, but, he's, but he's thick, and he knows that rugged game, and he's a right-shot center, and he's pretty good in face-offs. That'd be a name to keep in mind uh, as well. So maybe the Oilers don't need to make a big move, but I, I still think they could make some moves to round out the roster. And to me experience some some size if you can get it and then still players that that know the ropes in the postseason and, and bring that attitude where they are just again that old phrase hard to play against let the other team know they're in for a long night so just some things to consider there seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three happy to hear from you it's inside sports on chet <laughs> You're listening to 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Oh, that's me. Okay. It's good to have you too. At least I entertain myself some nights. Uh, 7804960063. What do we have, Kellen? Oh, we've got a written correspondence on a text line from Dino saying... Is this re- Dino Bambino or another Dino? No, just Dino. We have okay. Dino Bambino. We do we have, have Dino, Dino Bambino, and yeah. we also have a Dino. This is, this is a Dino, yes. All right. Um, he says, Reed, I never understand that if you're paying Nurse $9 million, shouldn't he be put on the first unit power play more often? I understand that Barry is the more superior specialty on the power play, but how do you expect Nurse to improve his offense if you're playing him more at even strength? While mostly start starting in his own zone after each and every face-off shift. That's from G- Dino. Uh, well, I, I would not put Nurse on the first unit power play. No, I, I think Dino partially answered his own question. Barry is their best option on the power play. I think Bouchard is the second best option for the point man on the power play, though obviously he's had some frustrating moments this season. I think his last dozen games or so have been better. But no, I, and 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 again, I, I everybody, not everybody. There's a there's a lot of well, nurse makes this, nurse makes this, nurse makes this. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a secret. Darnell Nurse didn't force the Oilers to pay him that, and Jay Woodcroft had nothing to do with that decision to give Nurse that salary. I do not think the coach should say, "Oh, this player got a raise. I I better play him more." Darnell Nurse got paid to continue doing what he's doing. And yes, improve, as we've been talking about over the show, but I don't think turning him into a power play quarterback is part of that if the Oilers have better options. Um, so that, so that's really my answer to that. I, I, I don't think Woodcroft needs to look at the salaries and say, oh man, this is the year Nurse's Rays kicked in. I, I, I better just find ways to, to give him more work. I Again, I, I think... I think overall, I mean, he had some rough moments that were well publicized. I mean, the game against St. Louis, didn't he turn the puck over twice late in the game that led to goals? But I, I think overall, Darnell Nurse is is being Darnell Nurse. Yes, you can debate the salary. Yes, you say, I wish he would have got this, he would have got this. But, I mean, to me, that's as much a criticism of, of Ken Holland as, to me, that's more a criticism of Ken Holland if you want to go down that path 
than it is of Darnell Nurse, who I think for the large majority of the season has done his job and who I do not think is the Oilers' best option to run the first power play, whether he makes over $9 million or whether he makes 9 bucks. So that's how I look at that. 780-496-0063. We will uh, let you know what's going on with the Leafs and the Islanders, and we'll catch up with our old buddy Trent Brown. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet.